And now, a special New Year's message from Mouth Feelings. What's your guys' New Year's resolution? Uh, to blame everyone else for my shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to work on my smell game. Um, not a bit. I want to be cleaner. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What, do you, what does that pertain to, just in general? In my apartment. And... I'm going to notice clouds more. <laughs> oh, God. I have I easily have a better New Year's resolution than that. What's that? <laughs> my New Year's resolution is to do a live episode of Mouth Feelings, and your resolution should be to join us on January 16th at 8.30 p.m. At UCB Sunset. Get tickets at sunset.ucbtheater.com. We will eat. We will drink. We will laugh, and knowing us, we will probably cry. Come join us. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Welcome to Mouth Feelings, the podcast where we talk about the stuff that goes into your mouth and the feelings that come out of it. I am Ty Burrell. I am Joel Spence. I am Johnny Meeks. I'm Mel Cowan. I'm Julia Meltzer. And I'm Rich Fester. (laughs) Um, uh, On today's podcast, we are led by one Joel Spence, uh, who has a very simple but elegant choice for us. Uh, Today, we are... um, Another one from, from Joel's cabinet right down the middle of the plate. Uh, this is uh, Maker's Mark with a rock. Um, I'm just looking at these floaty things in there. Do you have floaty things? Oh, yeah. I have floaty oh, things. Yeah. Kind of looks like pulp or something. Hmm. Isn't it pieces of ice? That's what I am It might thinking. be a piece of ice. Well, here's to not dying. On whatever is also in this glass. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. What a fun toast. Cheers. <laughs> hey, back in the dark ages, that's what every toast was. <laughs> yeah, God, I hope we don't die. Mm. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> yep. Tastes like it used to. Checks out. Um, mm, this was... Got a good burn. When I first moved to L.A., this was my go-to drink uh, at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back, I can't like my body has changed since then. And there was a point where I, I was like, I can't drink those anymore because of there's something about the darkness, all, like all dark liquors, I guess, mm-hmm. or affect me. This is nothing to do with the amount that I'm drinking. So hang on, everybody. <laughs> this podcast is about to get weird. <laughs> um, it just I felt miserable uh, the next day. And that's like why your stopped. your your hangovers are harsher. Yeah, the I think there's stuff. science to that. I don't know if there is, but I, I don't know. Uh, but it also uh, reminds me of, first of all, just being in L.A. and like, you know, arriving here with uh, no no idea what was going to happen and, and being sort of trying something being adventurous um this was uh it's weird to think that now this was a huge risk but um uh but at the time it was a real uh putting myself out there kind of because before that you were drinking just beer or no i meant coming to la moving to la (laughs) yeah um but it also i also associate it with this uh (laughs) Uh, this time when I was in Louisville, Kentucky and I was doing a movie, uh, for a church 
um, for, I forget the name of the church, but it's a mega church. And a buddy of mine that went to, I went to college with was directing a movie about Jesus, the life of Jesus and the death and the, and the resurrection stuff in between stuff in between. <laughs> and, uh, he was also playing Jesus, the director, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was there, the, the, the entire crew and the entire cast and everybody for the most part was a member of this church. And I was kind of put in the middle of all that. So I, uh, my, the, the only one I knew was the director who was also playing Jesus. <laughs> so I never got to see him really, except for on set. And, but afterwards I'd go to this hotel and, uh, just, uh, I guess watch TV, you know, and just wait around for the next day where I would be out in the Kentucky heat, uh, looking like a Roman centurion. Um, can we post that photo for the listeners? Uh, the one with the bloody Jesus. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Okay. I will. That's, that's the big photo. I think I'll find it and I'll show you guys, but, um, one on one of these days off that I had, I drove to. This was by the time I had I I had been uh, uh, Maker's Mark was special to me, but the the Maker's Mark is in Kentucky, like the the facility, the distillery, where they put the candle wax on the box. yeah. And I t- I went and drove into that area of the that state, which is gorgeous. Um, it's such a beautiful area and took a tour. <laughs> this is like we were talking about a, not a nonprofit <laughs> zoo. It was a, or a for-profit zoo. This is a, uh, a I just took a tour by, again by myself at Maker's Mark at Maker's Mark yeah. at the facility. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous place. Um, and it's a small busy, but a small operation. And mm-hmm. that's what I didn't realize. It's a tiny like you, you'd think it would be a big. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. But it's sure. like this. It looks like it's about as big as a, like a f- a, f- a farm, um, with a few buildings and uh, you know a couple of big barns. But it's not like a big warehouse of anything. And in the, in those barns, they have all the casks. Um, and but the the waxing operation, you can just watch. It's like they have this glass uh wall that you can watch the people, and it's just one bottle at a time. There's not like massive bottles it's just oh, wow. one oh, wow my memory is this i mm-hmm. could be completely wrong but my memory is just um some sing- dude just there's a machine i th- i think there was somebody that was there but and that's why every bottle is different like mm-hmm. every bottle has that different wax uh covering um and i do remember i wasn't sure about my i had, didn't have any contact with my friend because he was playing jesus and directing and there was one night where or one day where it rained and he said just come over to the house and th- and this is i went to college with him but he had become a born again a poor person and he was a member of this church and everybody was a member of this church and i was i felt so self-conscious about the fact that i didn't go to church and i had to field questions like what's it like being a christian in hollywood and i had to, oh, and i was so I, I, you know it's it's hard to just say uh i i I don't do what you guys do, or I, I'm not. Part I don't of know. This. I'll ask one when I find one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what led me to kind of go. Uh, well, it's hard. There's more than you think, that are out there. <laughs> um, and that that actually did surprise me when I moved to LA. I do think though that uh, it, it, I met some wonderful people on that set. They were all like the guys that like, there was a group of guys that I hung out with um, who were also like Roman guards and they were volunteering for this cause they're members of the church and they were wonderful people. And we had a great time cause we had a lot of downtime. Um, 
but what that one night, Shane, my, my friend, asked me to come over and just have dinner, and I was so it was so great because I hadn't I was so lonely and 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 uh, I wasn't sure if he was going to be drinking or, or anything. And the first thing, like I I was, he was like, "Do you want a makers?" And I went, yes. You and are Jesus. You are Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes it his own. I think he likes to have Coke in it. Um, and I, that might be a Kentucky thing. He's from cocaine. Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Um, but I, I always, I do associate a lot of years in L.A. with this particular That's drink. That's awesome. You're like a, um, like a noir um, anti-hero, kind of solitary. Mm. <laughs> moving through the shadows yeah i'm a coyote uh like yeah uh watching tv quietly by yourself in the hotel <laughs> at the end of the night waiting yeah. to go back and hang out with jesus the next day yeah, it's my favorite cool. raymond chandler novel my uncle drinks makers yeah. and uh smokes dutch masters cigars and i grew up thinking those were the ultimate brands mm-hmm. that was the ultimate cigar right. and the ultimate whiskey was makers right and it was i i was maybe you were right 30 before i realized that <laughs> that there's other yeah yeah, ding dong. And, yeah. yeah ding dong. let's not say things we can't take back julia okay this is being recorded don't cry on the mic <laughs> um what was the first time the first time you actually tasted a whiskey that well, was i was oh well, yeah. the first time I tasted whiskey, I was five years old and I drank my grandpa's because I thought it was apple juice. All right. Oh, my goodness. So you yeah. actually chugged it? Yeah, I drank a lot. I mean, I like spit it out immediately, but it was like the most horrible thing that had ever happened to me yeah, in my life. You can't imagine how anyone yeah. would ever drink this. Yeah. I did that yeah. with yeah. milk once. Because I didn't, because I, I, I drank apple juice and I picked up my sister's cup. I thought it was apple juice, and it was milk instead. It was the same exact story. We're basically the same. Person. I don't think so. I disagree. What? I think no? it's a different story. She's cooler. That's okay. yeah. I get it. I'm just a badass five year old. A badass five year old. Throwing uh, back. The I think I know the answer to this, but how hard did everybody laugh and slap uh, their knee at the kid who drank the whiskey? <laughs> I have no idea. I like remember it, but I was. We not, know that was not yeah, my perspective. Yeah. The people laugh very hard. To, to be clear, they slapped their knees very, very hard, and they laughed very loudly. They told that story. You're giving my family a lot of credit. <laughs> like, what probably happened is my grandpa was like, well, I need a new glass need of whiskey. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little shit during uh, my whiskey. My mom was probably like, oh, my God. Um, my kid's an alcoholic my dad, now. My dad laughed, probably. I think maybe the first time I had whiskey was from my grandpa, but it was an intentional, uh, like, traditional male like grandfatherly thing where you go come here yeah and then this will put hair on your chest which he actually literally said <laughs> this will this will uh, justify what i'm drinking right now yeah yeah yeah, yeah i hate drinking alone <laughs> this will justify my chronic alcoholism <laughs> uh but i do remember uh thinking that's crazy that people are people intentionally putting, putting that, that in your their mouth. mouth yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh we're showing goodness. the picture of uh, me and Jesus, and I I love just how he's smiling. Yeah, that, he's, it, that is he and I genuinely glad to be hanging out together and get our picture taken. I think we both just forgot what we were wearing because <laughs> <laughs> we were like, can't wait to show all our college friends that we're hanging out together. <laughs> yeah. Um, this 
uh, whiskey also. What is it? Bourbon? What are we drinking? Bourbon. A dark liquor? We. It, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this Julia. Julia is. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, I don't know. It's, what is this? Brown? It's brown? All right. We're, drink, we're all drinking brown. Oh, I've had a long day with the kittens. Um, <laughs> uh, it also reminds me of like a kind of seminal time in my life when I was at this like theater training program in the Berkshires for the fall. Mm. And there, it was awesome, but there were only 16 of us there and there was fucking nobody else or anywhere near us (laughs) in the world. And there were 11 girls and five guys and all the girls sucked and it wasn't in a, like, I'm not the kind of person who's like, Ooh, I want to hang out with the guys. It was like, the girls were just so boring. And I was like, (laughs) I don't think I can have these be my friends for three months. I won't make it. Um, so I like targeted the cool guys to be my friends. And, uh, in their downtime, they would just drink scotch and play poker and this, I was like, "This is high school." And this, this was, was like more the year exciting. After college. This was more. Exciting. I was like, "I guess this is my life now." <laughs> but uh, I, I made them. I got them to stop playing poker. I got the. I got them to gossip and talk about feelings. So it was like a nice oh, compromise. Really? I was like, "You can drink the dark liquor," but I like taught them to love gossip and talking about feelings. You so you, tur- you turned them. Yeah. Oh my. Do God. they still like feelings? Or have they reverted they do. to They poker. were primed for it because they were at this the theater, theater program, but they like thought they were like the butch guys at the theater program. Yeah. But and they no they each thing. had a dead parent, and I was like, "Here we go. We're, we're really gonna get." You're into like it. a. Like a vulture waiting <laughs> to pick the their emotional bones clean. I also, was like, they're ready to just really get into it. Uh-huh. Also, Wedding Punch now owns this horror film idea. <laughs> <laughs> they both had, a, they all had dead parents. So here we go. <laughs> um, but the the funny thing about it was because it was we were living at this theater that was a theater that had a bar. So you couldn't, and the bar was like the place to hang out, but you couldn't bring like, well, also like the bartender was like a person we knew and worked with and he'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) Right, yeah. So uh, the solution was to put the bottle of scotch in a Cheerios box. And just bring that to the bar. Nothing. Su- yep. Are you kidding me? Yes, Nothing suspicious bre- about a, <laughs> a box of Cheerios. Some Cheer- a box of Cheerios. And that, but wait, and how did works? you? But at some point, you had to reach into the Cheerios yeah. box. So you can yeah. pour it from within the box. Right. But then you're pouring scotch out of a Cheerios box. Yeah, it, yeah. And there's no bowl. Yeah. Nope. It was like, it was lip service. It was visual lip service. It's like, we're not bringing outside liquor in here. <laughs> if you really wanted to commit to it, you would have brought a kid. And like you're con- you're constantly <laughs> oh. like oh oh he wants breakfast again. <laughs> there we go. Again. Uh, he just needs snack. he needs a snack. He needs a snack. I uh, I went through a phase in college where I was drinking <laughs> scotch. That's my first memory of of whiskey, but I'm sure I I had it before then, like Jack Daniels or whatever, which I hated. Yeah. But I I was trying to be sophisticated in college, so I went through yeah. a scotch phase. Although I'm not sure I ever really liked it, but I did it anyway. I got a lot of street cred for that, guys. Did you? Nope. Did you? <laughs> did, you did any of you? 
uh, go through a pipe phase in college? I did. I did. Oh yeah, I big. Did. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Julia. Julia still smokes a pipe. She has a pipe right now. Uh, I definitely had a pipe because I, I had been given a pipe for like as a senior graduation gift from like somebody else in the speech and drama club. It was one of the things that they, they they gave the you know, and uh, I was like, well, I guess I gotta smoke this thing. <laughs> and uh, for a while, like my me and my freshman roommate, we would like repair to the fountain uh um for uh for nightly pipe smoking <laughs> mm. and uh we we uh, we did not get any street cred we got confused looks from very pretty yeah. girls walking past uh uh who were uh, were not on, not on board for our choices right they did they, they didn't they <laughs> I, didn't did uh, you have like a pipe smoking ensemble that you would wear like a tweed uh, jacket um, or i was well i mean i i, I was my, it was my freshman year in college so obviously i was wearing a tweed jacket yeah. most days um, in austin I, yeah yeah uh i would usually accessorize with um like a fez or a um <laughs> is that true you I were like a pipe, you... pipe smoking monkey <laughs> uh, yeah yeah exactly i like imagining you as like actual like freshman Boys in college are dressed. You're wearing like a t-shirt and athletic yeah. shorts and flip flops. Pretty much, pipe. yeah. Really, that's, that's wild. I do offer that those uh, uh, women that were walking past you. I bet they they might have looked confused, but they weren't. <laughs> they, knew, they knew exactly <laughs> what was going on. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. They knew how they felt about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was reading it as <laughs> somewhat charitably that, that as yeah. it was. That yeah, you're you mis- saw. You're misreading their face. They, yeah. they were never more sure about something. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what it looks like crunched they, up. They didn't know why you were doing that, but they knew how to react right, to it. Right, right. They, they were, yeah. steps were. They were not confused about the fact that they definitely did not want to ever talk to talk to me. What were you guys wearing your freshman year of college? Uh, Dracar Noir. <laughs> Dracar Noir. Dracar Noir and nothing else. <laughs> I was wearing uh, a baseball hat all the time in college because I wanted to... I wanted to have long hair, uh, but I it never goes down. It just <laughs> goes up and out. Like kept going out, and it looks like ridiculous. But I was convinced that if I just it, eventually gravity would take over, hmm. and it never, did. it never uh, did. And I looked like Yahoo Serious, an Australian comedian from the eighties, young, Einst- young Einstein, young I believe Einstein, yeah. yes. starring vehicle. <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. I was wearing um, like. I want to say bleached jeans. Mm. It wasn't acid wash. It was like a, ripped. No, they were not ripped, mm-hmm. but they were uh, artificially lightened somehow. Uh, they went up to just below my nipples. Uh, I wore. They weren't pleated, were they? No, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> yeah. they were. Yeah, like big billowing, billowing. Yeah, I had some hammerish pants. But yeah, yeah. Um, white, uh, Sperry topsidery mm-hmm. vans, like that version of the Sperry topsiders, like basically like the deck shoe sort of thing. Okay. And, uh, a sweatshirt that, um, that referenced in some way the East coast, uh, like money. This is like, if you what? took one pass at me, like Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And if you took uh, one pass at me, you'd know in a half a second that he, Grew up poser. relatively poor yeah. and gathered all his information from a TV commercial <laughs> or TV commercials from a GQ and magazine, thought, yeah. this is yeah. how people won't think I'm 
poor and don't know what's happening, I'll just dress like a commercial. I right. saw. You saw one cologne ad. I saw a cologne ad and I dressed. I like, like Also, I was 30 pounds heavier than I am now. And so just factor that into those jeans. Where, where were you wearing those extra 30 pounds? Oh, all over. All over. Yeah, I was not. I didn't put them in. I didn't put them any place specific. Okay, great. It was yeah, a... you could find them in my toes or my neck, <laughs> my ears. Yeah, it sounds like a good look. Was it like a double X? I mean, was it huge on you? The sweatshirt. Yeah, all yeah. of it was, was really big. That was a good look. Did yeah. you ever do a like a drape, like a drape uh, sweatshirt over the shoulders, oh, wow. drape and tie? Or was no, that, uh, no. I mean, I felt like I that. kind of had. I felt like I kind of had douche covered, mm-hmm. you know, like I kind of d- did it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. let's not gild the douche, Lily. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. were comfortable Gross. with your level of doucheness. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what I wore in college. And it, like, if you're in college in Texas, you're just trying to stay, you're trying to literally beat the heat. Yeah. So you're trying to uh, deal with constantly, like there's a, there's some strategy because on a on a on a hot day, which is most days in at least in, in Austin or in San Antonio, uh, uh, you're you have to strategize because you're going to be drenched in sweat within 15 minutes of leaving your dorm. Yeah. Uh, um, and you then you have to like plan like, am I going to be gross for the rest of the day? And you actually like sometimes like you got to plan your route to get from AC to AC, so you don't become just a, a soggy mess. I foolish, in high school, foolishly lost battles with the heat uh, and could not figure out why I was so hot, but I, I felt I needed to wear that sweatshirt that day. Oh, boy. And with the humidity, ugh, was, and I was So like, you were wearing the sweatshirt for style reasons, yes. right? So, mm. yeah, yes. Our cheerleaders and our pep squad, like our colors for our high school were black and silver, and they had to wear oh. black sweat. Like sh- oh, sh- pants and that actually is like I'm, I'm now remembering what I was wearing in like high school and early college and it, it was a lot of like black Depeche Mode T-shirts and and yeah yet yet sometimes you had to commit to you had to represent commit to the the lifestyle yeah you're a hero well I don't, it's not my word but did you pin your jeans or roll them yeah I, I yeah I did both I rolled yeah pinning Pin, was... Yeah, what was what, like is that literally like but putting a pin through the, the safety the pin hand? that that keeps the oh. um, uh, what's the bottom of yes tighter the, the cuff yes huh. I did yeah I did do that I so see they, what I did was uh, uh, I did the this this number where you can't really see what I'm doing but I'm like folding this over and then rolling it up yeah, like that that's when we would roll mm-hmm. but right. for pinning but you, did, you would but you stop also at the added the safety pin well no you would only do that first move uh-huh. and then pin that part. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see for, that. that for sense. what? For why? That's is that like peg pegging? <laughs> like pegging your jeans? That's, that's yeah. what I would call that. I think that's I'd what we pegging. Yeah. 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 It's a great look. That's why. Oh, for fashion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you want to show off how sexy your ankles are. <laughs> oh, okay. It's uh, uh, like, we all we all lived in Victorian times. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but like jogger pants have kind of brought that back of like. Oh, at oh the okay. Ankle. But the jeans weren't made tapered. Right. You no. had, so you had to you had a manual taper them. Just take matters into your own hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Back yeah. when back when men were men and jeans were jeans and they had to be uh tapered because they had to be tamed. Your, you have to be tamed. <laughs> they had to be broken. You I remember I had some jeans. like well yeah, it's like Jordash Mustang run ins yeah. with the uh, moose, hair moose. I had some oh, run ins yeah. with gel. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Um foolish like what is it, feebly? I don't know, foolishly 
trying to work with hair that was light as feather (laughs) that couldn't stand up to a solid moose uh yeah surrendered immediately (laughs) laid down its arms did you uh um were, were you in the uh the hairstyle period where um both men and women in my like i'm thinking like seventh eighth ninth grade had variations on bangs were up and out like like it was an up and over like you had the ladies that like sprayed them up into this sort of like it looked yeah, like a like a like a like a, like a custard yeah. custard yeah. poof thing yeah. oh. but guys had that too it was more of like of a wave you're everybody's kind of like a flock of seagulls thing. yeah it was very sculpted well it was a it was a variation on that it was yeah. the evolution of the flock it of seagulls it wasn't as extreme as that yeah yeah <laughs> remember in middle school this guy uh got a perm this guy's got a perm and we were like people said it looked good on him yeah it did it was like "Ah, it works and then his like best friend got a perm and he looked so depressed because it did not work on him (laughs) and i can i remember sitting next to him and he was just like (laughs) because it wasn't like it was it just maybe it was like your hair i don't know like it just would only resist uh uh I don't know if it was a problem of up or down, but it just didn't take. So it looked like really wavy as opposed to like tight curl. Was it accentuated by the fact that he was shaking his head slowly? (laughs) Yeah, that didn't make, that didn't help. Oh boy. Should we take a break? Let's take a break. break. Hello puppies. If you have a particular mouth feeling that is a food or drink item that elicits feelings and memories from your life. And you'd like for us to have it on an episode where we eat or drink and talk about it. Please send an email to mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Now, well, let's get back to it, shall we? Welcome back to Mouth Feelings. This segment is called You Ding Dong. Why is it called You Ding Dong, Julia? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's because we're all going to say something that we thought was true for a long time, and then when we realized we were wrong about it, we felt like a real ding dong. That sounds great. Amazing. It's a, it's a good name for a segment. I have one. Do you want to go first? Does anyone want to go first or no, should I start? Ahead, Mine away. is from when I, I was a little kid, but it I'll was so specific. <laughs> 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 uh, it was really specific. When I was um, five years old, my family moved from the suburbs into New York City. And bef- my dad's family all lived in New York City. So before then, when I, I, the only times we would go into the city would be for like dinners or parties with my dad's family who are difficult. So my mom would like dress us up to like look really nice. So that was like not an issue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because that could have been an issue. It would have been like, you don't why are the kids. girls wearing that? Yeah, like, yeah. so we were just like looked yeah. impeccable yeah. and um, uh, so I thought that too far. I thought that, <laughs> Ty reached for a bag of corn <laughs> puffs and then gave up. I mean, it's just too far. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, then we, when we moved, my parents were like, "We're gonna move into New York City," and I remember being like, "Well, I don't have enough party dresses. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta wear a party dress every day in New York City. <laughs> everybody dressed like that all the time." And so I, no one corrected me. And to my first day of kindergarten, I wore like a very fancy, like Easter level kind of like poofy <laughs> dress. And like I got there and none of the other kindergartners were dressed like that. And I was like, 
I immediately realized what had happened. I was like, oh, we were dressing up to come here. <laughs> and I felt so dumb. Um, I felt like ding a real ding-dong. Yeah. Yeah, ding um, <laughs> does anybody mind if I tell one about someone else? I, I feel like this yeah. is slightly violating the, the 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 terms of the segment, but this this one we'll is so it. thank we'll you. We'll allow it. Um, okay, so the the you ding dong that I'm thinking of. So this is, is now a segment called "Who's Your Ding Dong?" Who's Your Ding Dong? <laughs> uh, is uh, a, um, one of uh, my wife's uh, college friends, who uh, when she was a kid, I think seven or eight. Um, actually, no, I, I think it was actually a little older than that. I'm say like somewhere in junior high. Uh, her uh, teacher was doing some sort of unit on uh, 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 like ancient cultures. And I think they were talking about Egypt. And she did this thing. She told them, and apparently just in all seriousness, uh, that, you know, the pyramids had uh, um, a great power. And things like that... Spiritual be, power, the, that kind the, of thing. Yeah, the actual, like the shape of the pyramid has, has some sort of uh, significance and power. And essentially what she did was like uh, um, did a little bit of a bad magic trick where if you put, she told him, if you put a dull razor blade in a pyramid, like even just like, just like imagine like a little, you know, uh, inches high pyramid, put that razor blade in there and uh, like, I guess, I don't know, leave it overnight or whatever, come back, it will be a, uh, uh, it will sharpen it. And I guess she sold this well enough to my wife's friend, Mandy, uh, uh, that, you know, when the next day it came in and it was a, uh, it was a nice sharp razor blade that cut to college with, where they were just, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Katie said something about like, oh, I've got to get new razor blades. And Mandy, without thinking, just said, oh no, just put the razor blade in a pyramid and it'll sharpen it. <laughs> And oh, yeah, it, where's my pyramid? Yeah, uh, and where's she, my razor pyramid? <laughs> yeah, where's my razor pyramid? I, well, obviously, just yeah, just put in your razor pyramid, and it'll be fine. Um, but Katie said, like, she watched her flashback through this entire oh, thing. Wow. Like, it was not a bit. Like, she, but like by the end of the sentence, possibly also based on Katie's very confused reaction, was like, "I was pranked. I'm a ding dong. Yeah." <laughs> yeah. You got ding dong. <laughs> yeah. You just got. Ding you just dong. got ding dong. You just might be a oh, ding, ding dong. dong. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the segment name. You might be a you ding, ding dong. dong. If you think a pyramid <laughs> sharpens a razor, you just might be a I ding dong. dong. I, love yeah. I love this guy. I followed him all around the country. It's like he's speaking right to me. <laughs> Uh, uh, who do you nominate for uh, Ding um, Dong? Um, uh, I, I nominate Johnny Meeks. Uh, in a similar fashion, uh, I realized this thing very shortly after saying was not right. Uh, in that, it, it uh, I was this was I think within the last it was like more than five years ago, but less than ten years ago, I had a meeting like a Hollywood style meeting, and I'd never said for all intents and purposes out loud. <laughs> and I said, uh, for all intensive purposes. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, and that was towards the end of the meeting. And then I got up and like, as I stood up, I was like, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right yeah. at all. <laughs> Blood yeah. went out of my face. Yeah. And then the next 24 hours I debated, 
with myself sending, a, hey, S- sending you know. an email like hey, hey. And I know that's not what it is. <laughs> I think a lot of listeners right now are probably feeling like ding dongs. I yeah, think that's because like, I bet a lot of people save yeah. for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. If yeah. you save for all <laughs> intents and purposes, but you think it's for all intents and purposes, yeah, just might be. This is closing out. A ding dong. <laughs> a this drunk a, Bill Cosby. This is Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> just might be a ding dong. <laughs> Joel, you're nominated. Okay, so I was at a at the table with my extended family in down in Orange uh, at a, at a restaurant, and it was sort. It wasn't quite like a the, a fancy schmancy restaurant, but it was a nice restaurant, and we were all at a, a circular table. And this is also an example of like when we were talking about a few episodes about like trying to be sophisticated, like wanting to be more mm-hmm, sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And Mine also fits into that category. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this was like a sort of a blazer restaurant, I'd call it, or, or like, uh, mm-hmm. which in California, you get, you get is, high it, at it. It, it doesn't. You get high at the restaurant? Yeah, you blaze it up. <laughs> but I, like, there was a lull, and there's like 15 people there, my cousins, my uncles, aunts. Um, and I, I do like a full, like, well, I've got a question, which is, it's important and how old are you Uh, this was 10 years ago okay um why do they call it denver soul (laughs) as if denver soul is a thing (laughs) it's dover soul which is a fish which is a fish Uh, but in my mind it was denver soul and i was like what like you were gonna do like a type three on it was it was more like why do they call because i've like my uncles are everybody is really sharp except this guy (laughs) but i launched into this here's a topic of this was like a conversation starter kind of thing right (laughs) this is something that's all on all of our minds (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) what is denver soul like who's got who's got the somebody's gotta ask you know someone's gotta have someone's gotta have the stones to ask tough questions that's you know what this is you know i'm just gonna address the oh you guys can keep yep yep yapping away about all this insignificant crap yeah while you're talking about this we're a family while you're you're talking about this shit there's a soul named denver that has no idea why it's named Denver. Did you? And frankly, I'm not going to stand for it. Did you think it was S O U L or? No, also, I did think it was S O L E. I'm very excited about the idea of Denver S O U L. Yeah, which is because like yeah, like yeah. John Elway and the nope. Mile Hires, yeah, or something yeah. like yeah. that. You know, like, like it's a it's a it, they have a, a thriving scene. Yeah, uh, but it's um, just soft rock. It's it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. The the very the, the the the, the uh, altitude makes it a little harder right. to really hit right. those. So you, you thought it was a fish? Or I you, thought it was, that was the name of yeah, that fish. And mm-hmm. so uh, it, I, I never will forget the look on their faces, <laughs> particularly my uncle Harley, who just was like, it's Dover soul. <laughs> and then they will, I, I'm hoping they forgot about that because they've never brought it up to me, but they're the types that will never let something like that go. <laughs> so if they ever they, listen they to this talk podcast, about it. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Around, they talk about it. Uh, but this that was like a perfect oh my god uh, group of people and a perfect moment to be a ding dong. If you thought a fish was over, but it's actually from you thought it was from the Rocky Mountains, <laughs> <laughs> you just might be a, a ding dong. 
Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm your driver. I'm supposed to take you back to the hotel. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good to meet you. <laughs> All right, I'll nominate Ty. What is what's uh, your date? Mine on? has so many uh, similar elements. So yeah. many. Uh, You're giving a TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where's Ted? Am I right? <laughs> Somebody's got to so, ask the hard uh, questions. Um, I, and I wonder, uh, this was a question I would pose to the listeners, how many of, uh, of our ding-dong moments are in places when you're trying to be a little bit more sophisticated than you are? I bet it's an exponentially it's higher pretty rate. Pretty high, yeah. high rate. Uh, yeah. um, um, Road of Shalom Kindergarten in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> the drop is steeper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my very first... Uh, girlfriend like actual girlfriend uh i think i'm using that definition by the first girlfriend that i was that i had sex with okay so like okay. like you know i was in love you're right so <laughs> which, like, which sister like, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like fourth grade yeah fourth grade this is this gonna be the start of a podcast long bit where you <laughs> fuck your sisters <laughs> and and that people have no context yeah. for <laughs> um, wow, they're really leaning in that bit to the man. point that I'm actually not sure it's a bit? Yeah. They just bring it up without any context it's and a, don't challenge it's it. It's a fact that we just love making fun of you for. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so I was in love. I was like really and I was very much trying to impress her. And my parents were having a dinner party with with family. Once again, uh uh yep. uncle Two uncles, two aunts, and then two good friends of the family. And those two good good friends of the family were very sophisticated people. And uh, so uh, we sat down to dinner and uh, we started, you know, talking. And uh, I was just sort of clammed up. Like, I didn't really know what to say. Because they were, it was weird. I was at a dinner table with adults. But they let me bring her as like a, they were trying to like, you know, like, Ty has taken a lover. We yes. love Peter. <laughs> yes. Tell us what you two do. Um, uh, and so as a bit, uh, my mom was coming by with uh, a bottle of wine to refill people's glasses. And I thought it would be funny. And I said, um, actually, we'd, we'd love a bottle of Chateaubriand, which is a steak. Uh-huh. And my parents, uh, I, I didn't know what it was, and I, you know, still have never had a, what the, I don't know what that so is. Were you so, sincerely asking? No, that? I was trying to be funny oh, yeah. by saying, bring us a more expensive bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> and you, were, I said, you were going for maybe Chateau Neuf de Pape. Probably. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bring us a bottle of Chateau Briand. And it was like a long, it was kind of like occasionally there are laughs, the biggest laughs you'll ever get, you get are after a beat of silence. Yeah. (laughs) And it was like a long beat. And then everybody laughed at me for hours. And um, and that's too bad because it's actually a great bit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. If I was sophisticated enough, I would have played it. They knew immediately you, you were dumb. Yeah, exactly. And, but here's the uh, the only upside was that my girlfriend also didn't know anything, did not know what it was or what we you were, were doing. dating. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. 
<laughs> you might be dating a <laughs> ding dong oh, if she doesn't contradict you when you say something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, what's going on in the uh, in the control room? All right, at Mission Control control room, the question was. What's the most adventurous food or drink item you've ever consumed? Uh, Susan K, initial K, Coulter. Uh, hmm. Off the top of my head, kangaroo sausage. Okay. That's oh, adventurous. Wow. That's adventurous. Okay. And uh, I don't know. Kangaroos are cute. Yeah. I, 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 might, I might give, I might stop right at, the, right at the brink. I've had it. What would you think? Uh, it's like chicken. Yeah. It, are you being serious? Oh, yeah. Is it actually it's more, like it's chicken? more like chicken than than beef or? Uh, no, I'm being I'm making a joke, but it's it it was sort of unremarkable. Uh-huh. Well, that's what I feel about alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah sausage, I've, I've, anything I've, in sausage. It's yeah. hard to kind of really you can't really judge. But did you have a a cut of kangaroo meat? No, where you it had was it a in sausage. sausage. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to it's hard yeah. to tell. Uh, David Petrarca says the liquid inside of a golf ball. <laughs> Um, Do how'd they get into the, in I didn't know that. How'd they get into the golf ball? Through the front door, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Through the front door. You are such a leading man. Oh my goodness. What a classic tough guy. <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't, uh, don't you flinch. Do, no, you don't flinch and you don't, you're not passive aggressive. You don't mm-hmm. talk around things. Mm-mm. You go right in through the front door. Mm-hmm. You want to drink that liquid inside a golf ball? You just go right through the front door. Right. Look him right in the eye and drink it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That old expression. Tara <laughs> Copeland. Uh, Eastwick. I ate horse in Iceland. Oh. Right after that, Ethan uh, a blue one. Oh, hi, Ethan. Raw horse. Bah. Wow. Raw horse. Raw horse tartar. Wow. Does that mean he just bit a horse? It was the original <laughs> title of Rawhide, by the like way. Like a, a raw horse. Can we... <laughs> Can we work on that? I feel so like I, I, I wrote it, and that's the way I want to sing it. Okay, fair, okay. fair. But like, I don't know, like, um, what are you referring to <laughs> with raw horse? Because uh, like, we we took a quick, just like informal poll. What? Nobody was, knows what it means. And and honestly, it's it's either making people think of just literally a horse at best, worse, having sex with a horse. Neither no, neither no, one. No, wait a minute. No, none of us thought that. <laughs> what? Okay, I was, I was the one who thought about that. Well. <laughs> I, 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 raw horse wow so uh okay so there's further comments like david zwick responded with i hate that this is true for me too sashimi he asked and ethan responded i think it's called basashi uh i was visiting my brother in kyoto the second time was at a rural farm in vermont that was called <laughs> biting a horse the second time <laughs> that, that's a bit we oh, don't maybe we yeah. don't know what is real yeah, and think, what is I not i think you're right uh martin sherman cow brain tacos from a cart in guadalajara Hmm. Sarah Malone said cotton candy foie gras. What Serena is that? Uh, like, so foie gras, like, whipped into cotton candy yeah, form? Yeah. Mm. Wow. Holy shit. Oh. Scott cool. Saunders says deer blood. Ooh. Ooh. Liz Beeson, another horse sashimi. What a lot of horse. Okay, here we go. Josh. Maybe too much horse. Too much horse. How come nobody's having horse, like, as comfort food? <laughs> like a horse macaroni and cheese? Yeah, like a horse dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a twink all- dog? <laughs> Horse loaf. <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Josh Breckus. 
I had a piece of cow shit for ten dollars in college. No, no. I believe I it. I believe it. I believe it. I've met no. Josh Breckus. Breckus. This is what I'm saying. It's not worth it, Josh. It's not. Ten dollars in college? No, uh, no, worth it. no, Josh no. Breckus. You know what? Actually, it's I take it back. It. It's worth, do it for money. Don't just do it for a dare. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. That's right. Yeah, you, you got to walk Cut away. Cutthroat capitalist, Julia Meltzer. <laughs> um, Julia Hayes. It's funny how she wrote it. Blood sausage, alpaca, cow intestine. As if she's there's more coming. There was no like these are these three just these three. Blood sausage, alpaca, cow intestine. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Gregory Greg Wallace, some kind of maggots in Mexico City. Jesus Christ. What? That was not at a restaurant. No. No, you don't say some kind of maggots if it was something you ordered. (laughs) It was something that found its way into your mouth. (laughs) Wow, some kind of maggots. I bet down. (laughs) All right. Aaron Renshaw said scorpion. Ooh, wow. Brooke Tansley followed up with my family. All eight scorpions together at a cousin's wedding for bonding purposes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What's up? Is scorpion good to eat? Why are people eating scorpion? I don't know. Is uh, it must like be the challenge. Eating... It's like a cricket. Oh, maybe okay. like that kind yeah. of weird bug thing. Have you guys had cricket? I have not uh-huh. had, I have no. had cricket. I've had yeah. cricket in, in a... Um, Taco. It's a, apparently a staple of Oaxacan cuisine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, but the thing I'm really curious about is uh, cricket flour. Because right. people, are, people are talking about it in terms of like, because uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, um, our, uh, our our planet is uh, uh, dying. And uh, apparently, like, uh, there's a, sp- like, because of food shortages, people are, sp- are experimenting with the idea of, like, cricket flour. Mm-hmm. Like, making, you know, like, can, 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 we, can we use crickets, which are uh, abundant as shit, uh, uh, in, in a bunch of different ways? Uh, I, I actually really want to try just making bread with cricket flour. See if I could, I'm a cricket flour sandwich kind of guy. Aaron Renshaw followed up with, I think they were deep fried on a stick in some outside market in China. Also had snake covered in chili powder stuff in China stuff. Uh, but did not opt for the some partially maggots. fertilized chicken egg because I could see some bird parts. What? Oh, boy. Wait, what? I don't want that. Bird parts in a partially fertilized chicken egg. So you're, oh, you're starting to see the, okay. the genesis. But I'm going to say it's weird that you would eat an egg and you eat a bird. But you wouldn't right. eat an egg a with bird egg. bird parts. A, ba- a bag. Mm. So you would. You would eat little. No. Oh, okay. No, but, but, but you're I, right. That's not, I, I would think it's, I wouldn't be that's like, oh, they're bird yeah. parts. I think it's gross for different it's reasons. That's, a very, it, that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah there, there's no reason other than just the visceral what you saw. And, cause, cause I, and I think that, that that's essentially why people... Or that's not, not not the only reason, but like that that's a a standard reason why you would have trouble with eating anything is like oh I I can picture I can picture it alive you know mm-hmm. and the further you remove it from its aliveness or like you know great the, the easier it gets so egg okay whatever uh, fried chicken uh huh but like if it's got a little beak or claws <laughs> that's hard you know yeah. uh, that's harder yeah um. Kate Spencer of Celery Vomit fame. Mm. <laughs> uh, alligator and ostrich in South Africa, which is not a big deal in South Africa. Okay. An alligator, alligator, alligator and, ostrich. and an ostrich. Okay. Wow, South Africa is cool as hell. (laughs) I'm digging bourbon Julia. (laughs) I I would like to point out that uh, bourbon Julia has her headphones off. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, I don't know. She's giving her ears a break. My my earrings, it hurts the earrings. 
yeah. male privilege. Because we don't have earrings. Because we don't have to have is earrings right? like I do. Because I'm forced to wear my earrings, obviously. <laughs> the burden of my sex. Just real quickly, my uh, crazy aunt uh, invested in ostrich as a agricultural mm-hmm. product mm-hmm. so we had How'd to, you do we had to eat it for like a year oh man because <laughs> you just had to buy a bunch of steaks from, from yeah we i mean we, it was it was all ground like ground oh really oh, okay which at first you're like oh, okay this is fine and then after a while it, there's something about it that it's not know, great yeah it, i don't know whether it was the in, the intellectual idea of it or whatever but right. eventually i was like this is fucking gross <laughs> yeah um Corinne uh, Marshall Porter. And this is where I love just no story. Yeah. Llama. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah, totally. Mike Durst says whale in Norway. Yeah. All right. Then we got a story here from Kevin Peterson. An experimental human flavored tofu called hufu. What? What? That a business student created to allow anthropology majors to experience cannibalism without being cannibals. Oh. Everyone involved oh, no. in that should go to jail. Oh, possibly yeah. also to yes. sell possibly also to sell t-shirts. Counterpoint, I would try it. But I th- aren't we bearing the lead here like how do you get to know the flavor yeah, right. of human? Yeah. That right. means somebody, somebody ate it. was some like, brave person. Some brave this Brave is the person, I killer. promise you, the business school student who made this has killed an Eden someone. Oh, 100%. I promise yeah. you, yeah. there's yeah. no way yeah. no, no, that you yeah. have it. He's a Patrick Bateman Like situation. He's like, you know what we need? Like, <laughs> I'm know. sure some anthropology people need to know what you know, this is. No, just, no, you is, like to eat people. I'm just, I know we're just talking about business <laughs> ideas. This is just right off the top, <laughs> of, my the, top of the noodle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what about... Yeah, go ahead, Ben. I mean, I don't know, I, you know, just, just, I'm just spitting this out. There. Yeah. What about tofu that tastes like people? <laughs> you I know what happened that morning? Where did that come from? What, what happened that, that this morning was that that morning was that he looked in his freezer and was like, "How am I going to get rid of all this human?" <laughs> 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 I've got it. I'm going to hang out with some business schools. Now, Kevin now. does end with surprisingly nerve-wracking experience. He did not have to put surprisingly. I think yeah. nerve-wracking experience is Jeez. right on the money. Sarah. I was I was sitting like I was sitting with uh, um, my lovely mother-in-law and our, all our family at uh, my you wife's hit, family. You hit lovely really at, hard. Yeah, she's she's lovely. Uh, um, at Italy in yeah. uh, in New York, oh, cool. and so we're and we're having this lovely you know like charcuterie and all this all this great food, and maybe maybe there was a segue, but I don't remember the segue. So what I remember. <laughs> Was just sweet Sue Neath, just out of nowhere, going. I wonder what human tastes like. <laughs> just that's what uh, this product is for. Yeah, yeah. So, so me. And, you don't have to defend them that heavily. Are, are gonna, so. I am one hundred percent behind it. Hufu is terrible. That's a terrible. Name. That's not a good if, you, if you support human tofu. You just might be a cannibal. A cannibal. A cannibal. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we should probably end with Sarah Baker. Love, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Uh, a dim sum pastry dessert with durian fruit filling. Durian was mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Durian. That it, smells it's like, like vomit, it's, it's right? Like a, yeah. It's apparently it's like a really stinky... Uh, um, like the, the Apparently, the fruit itself, like if you can get over the smell... The taste itself is very interesting. It's like a custardy texture, yeah. I think. 
But apparently the smell is just pretty much yeah. like straight up rotten vomit. Mm. So earlier, Dead Craig things. Winslow said durian. People say it tastes better than it smells, but they are incorrect. And then, <laughs> and then uh, Sarah continued with dim sum pastry dessert with durian fruit filling. It tasted exactly like a combo of onions and dirty socks. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Wow. We'll, we'll continue to, this, right? Yeah. We have, we have, yeah. The second half. I, yeah. I wanted to um, just do a quick last one on this. I don't know if this is my most adventurous moment. We had an adventurous one, the uh, four of us in Austin, when we had that, I don't remember the name of the restaurant. We had like all those plates, and one of them was, uh, is it, what do you call it, head of the hen mushroom? What do you call that? Uh, do you remember um, this hen, hen of the woods. Hen of the woods. Yeah. And it was, the sauce was, uh, was basically liquefied worms. Do you remember eating this? Oh, Whoa. yes. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You yes. ate it. You guys ate I'm it. Sure yes. I did. Yeah. I'm sure I did. But I do I remember it was like that. Small place. Yes. Sauce made of grubs. Yes. Uh, oh. Over this one, like Hen of the Woods. But, but I, oh, I've completely forgotten that. <laughs> it's funny I, that you say I, that because I yeah. remember when he explained the dish, I was kind of looking around and they're like, are, I'm, we, are like, great. we gonna do this? And I was like, all right, I'll I do it. I legitimately <laughs> must not. You're the hurt. only one who actually knew what it was. That's insane. I, I would have, I would absolutely still would have tried it, but I, I can't imagine that I would. And I remember it being just. It wasn't bad, but it was so intense. Yeah, and it was just one mushroom. I was like, this is. Tiny, but I was like, that's plenty. That's plenty. Wow. Joel, what's your best thing? Uh, I went uh, as a follow-up, follow-up everybody. I went to Midnight Oil um, on a Thursday night in at the Wiltern, and I went by myself. <laughs> Every one of my stories has me going <laughs> by myself somewhere. With a football. With a football. <laughs> <laughs> and then I asked someone to hold it while I kick it, and they always take it away. <laughs> Um, and at the Wiltern and I, I, I love this band and, and it was packed with, I don't think I heard any American accents. It was all mm. Australian. Oh, wow. And, uh, it was so fun. They played really well. They sounded great. Um, and it was a real pleasure to, to see them, um, just still, just still playing really well. That's so it great. was, it was great. I love seeing that band. Uh, I nominate Julia. Um, I was gonna say the Sentimental Lady show. It was awesome. I um. For those of you that? who did not listen to the last podcast, that Sentimental Lady is a uh, an improv team that Joel, Johnny, and I are on. Yeah, and we and had Julia, some subs. Uh, uh, and yeah, but this this past week, and Julia was kind enough to join yeah. us for. Uh, but maybe I'll say something else for sure. the mouth feelings listeners. Um, right, I'm um like at my perfect level of being busy right mm -hmm. now, which is like a pretty fun state to be in. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I Where you can accomplish things, but you're still a little behind or, or what do you think? You're not stressed. You're not stressed. I'm, I'm like so excited about everything I'm oh, doing. That's great. And, but I like don't really have time to like be not doing anything. Um, uh, but so it like gives me more energy Yep. Like, yeah. totally. It's really, it's, it's a good, I, I would not, it can't be like this forever. That would be too tiring. But like, it's yeah. like fun to have like two weeks of like, that's yeah, great. Oh, that's this, great. This, that's this. great. Yeah. Yeah. Mel, I nominate you. Okay. Uh, um, it's very simple. Um, I've got to, um, pet a dog today at work. Um, <laughs> which, you know, um, is, uh, it's, 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 it's great. Uh, my, uh, coworker, uh, brought her, uh, dog who's, 
getting over an illness into the writer's room today and man just that was the fucking best what so kind that, uh like a like a beagle just the facts like over a beagle here for mix. Johnny. uh uh beagle mix uh uh eight years old uh, i think her, her name her name is frankie she's real sweet thank you that's just, enough yeah okay. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah i got to, i got to pet a dog uh, i got to like sit under the table uh for a while at work and pet a dog which is uh which is great um i nominate Johnny Meeks. Not all of my best things will be family related, but this one was uh, uh, another yawner. I know. <laughs> I agree. It's so boring. I went to uh, a lovely wedding this weekend. Uh, Carla, Carla Valderrama, one of a, a, a part of the UCB community and our longstanding babysitter asked my daughters who she babysits to be her junior bridesmaids, which was very exciting for them. Um, they had an adult, a couple of adults be the flower girls so they were actually the <laughs> the uh the bride actual bridesmaids and they were very proud of that and it was just Sweet. fun to see them mm. um have that kind of pride in it and uh it, the the best thing for me was dancing with my seven-year-old and learning that she loves dancing <gasps> and there was like a dancing part before the dinner and then the, the dinner happened and then it got to be like 10 30 and she was falling asleep and uh we were like, we have to take you, and she's like, but the dancing, but I want to <sighs> dance some more, and that was uh, oh my that was god, great. I nominate Ty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my best thing was is that today it kind of t- took a like a chill a little bit in the afternoon here in Los Angeles, and it became overcast, and I take every one of those opportunities to build a fire. It's Aww. it's May, <laughs> almost June, almost June, roughly. But it's seventy degrees outside. Yeah, yeah, it was not it did, cold. It did get a little, but it did. Get, it, it dropped, did, yeah. and the and the clouds covered the sun, and I yeah. ran to the fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a fire inside or a fire? Fire inside. Fire. Oh, I smelled it as I yeah, came I up to the house. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, it confused me because I was like, "You were in the middle of like a doctor's fall. appointment, and you just kind of <laughs> ran home." <laughs> One troop, uh, uh, and and then hung out with uh, the girls and read, and it, it was just—it's really like what a dream. Uh, yeah, I, I I really pushed the envelope on the fire in almost June, but it was probably my last one. Yeah. of the year yeah, june, june gloom, gloom man yeah june cold. gloom it does june get gloom. cold yeah that's mm-hmm. true that's true mm-hmm. uh if you're not in la june gloom is a real thing that i yeah. thought was completely wacky when i moved that, to la yeah. but it, it is, like it's cold it, again it in june weird. yeah in june like it becomes overcast uh i don't know what the weather system like what the weather ex- explanation is but it's just uh, the, it's the marine layer so it's definitely the, it's probably the marine layer. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you, Henry. Of, uh, <laughs> we love the nor- northeast winds going to blow. We love that you're always on call for weather questions. <laughs> oh, of it, course, out well, again, at right? some point yeah. we're going to want to hear the story about how you've slowly made your way from major news stations down no. to us. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Which, well, uh, but not on this one. Yeah. Uh, oh, Henry. Right. No, Henry. No, Henry. Not tonight. Right, well, it's, not I'm tonight. You, uh, yeah, I'm happy to. You guys can. Uh, okay, Henry. Okay, we'll meet you outside. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you soon, okay, buddy. Bye, bye, bye. And we, wait by everybody's bye, car. We know you were a hot shot coming out of college and yeah. you worked oh, at Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you so much for University. coming. Thank I you so was... much again. Okay, buddy. Okay, bye. Henry. Okay, all right. I'll just hang out over here. Thank you for listening. Listening to mouth feelings, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to mouth feelings. The show is produced by Wedding Punch and Ryan Middledorf. Artwork is by David Blaze. 
Music is by Joel Spence, mixed by Jason Murgo, and that's Allison Phillips singing right behind me. Find us on Facebook at Mouth Feelings or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mouth underscore Feelings. And you can email us at mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. What's a creative podcast network?